Okay, get up, get up, go, go, go. Get Come on. out of here. Scram, scram. Get, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Are you listening to me? Get out. Are you recording a podcast? We need to record our podcast. Are we need to use your you tent. Are you recording a podcast? Get the fuck up. Pack up your little picnic basket. Pack up your little cooler. Pack up your little... Put your clothes on. Leave those white claws. Leave those white claws. Pull out. Put your Pull your pants up and skedaddle. Get out of here. Scram. Shoot. Go to... Shoot. Go take a swim. Run forever. along home. Walk a, take a long walk off a short beach. That's right. Bye. 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 See you never, motherfucker. Hope you don't drown. Ben, how are we going to set up in here? Don't worry, I have an instant podcast recording kit. Check it out. <laughs> Throws kit on the ground. It springs up. Do you see that? Why are you narrating that? <laughs> For the listeners. So they know what oh. I'm doing. Because, okay, obviously the listeners are probably wondering, well, if he's throwing out a podcast kit right now that's kind of like expands like an instant, like one of those tents that you throw and it pitches itself, then how is he recording this? Well, you I actually... You should just call it an instant pod. And they should call it that. And we should slap that label on it and patent it as our own. I'm writing um, it out right now on a Sharpie on a piece of tape. Anyway, the point is I actually already did one of those already to start recording. I have two. So I did one of those to record us talking right now. Yeah. And then I was doing another one. I could have just done a... I, we could have just used the first one, then I could have done a dramatic reenactment and kind of pretended that I was doing a second one. Yeah. But they but were on didn't. buy one. They were on buy one, get one free. Yeah. At the uh, Five Finger Discount store. All right. Well, Ben, we got to hurrying up here because our podcast goes live in three two one you gotta take a side you know what makes me really sick to my stomach what it's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs if you see me coming you better run because i'm gonna lay you the fuck down nobody i mean nobody puts ketchup on a hot dog like courage what's up hero heads if you are listening to this podcast right now uh one thing is for certain you are one of the world's biggest fans of television's number one show chicago heroes how do i know that i know that because i am actually one of the co-hosts of the official recap podcast for chicago heroes my name is ben flores and i happen to be here with, you guessed it, the other co-host of that podcast. And that's me, Sarah Black. How do I know that you're a fan of Chicago Heroes? Because I know everything about you. I hacked your Facebook, and it's disgusting. You should stop keeping so much information about yourself on your Facebook. Yeah, or in your um, keychain on your Mac. We don't need to know that it was your... Elementary school best friend Jenna's birthday this week Mm-mm. on Monday, and that Mm-mm. you wished her a happy birthday and said, "Remember when we remember that time that we wrote Have a Great Summer in each other's yearbooks for a laugh, but then we actually did have one." Yeah, or we don't need to see from like two thousand six ish, 
when you were like sort of commenting back and forth with the guy you had a crush on different quotes from Garden State, like ironically, but also clearly not ironically because you both knew every fucking word to the movie Garden State. And we don't need to know that or see that. We don't but need I to have know known it and seen it. that you like the movie Bend It Like Beckham. Okay, but that is helpful to know about some people. The crossover. So, oh, yes, obviously. Because if you were trying to buy them a present, you would want to make sure to know to either... Well, actually, I'm not sure that the, know, the knowledge that they like the movie Bandit Like Beckham is at all helpful. Because it either means that you... I was going to say you make sure that you don't buy them Bandit Like Beckham because they probably already have it. That's right. But that could actually be the wrong move. If you know that somebody likes the movie Bandit Like Beckham and you don't get them Bandit Like Beckham, what are they going to think of you? They're going to look at you, you like, don't know anything you like didn't yeah. get me what I wanted. Yeah, you don't know anything about me. And I thought we were friends. And I tell you stuff all the time. And it feels like it's just kind of like going in one year and out the other. And or I like feel like I put I'm a lot more into this wall. relationship that, than you do. And I feel like I'm always constantly just like getting you gifts that really align with your interests. And I like think of things and write down things that you said six months prior even to your birthday. And then I make sure that like, I have something for you that really um, resonates with you as a person. And then I tell you I like Bend It Like Beckham. And it's the only thing I've ever loved in my entire life except for my parents. And you can't even get me the DVD. So the point is, that's how we know that you were a fan of the television show Chicago Heroes. Well, unfortunately, we are going to be like the friend who got their ex, their eyes X'd out in the yearbook. And then the yearbook dumped in the bottom of a... Corey in the story we were just telling because we actually don't have an episode of Chicago Heroes for you recapped this week because the network Didn't the TV one. yeah the TV network that we like pretty much have devoted our lives to Didn't air one No they just were like sorry here's a different show Yeah we're just going to air a different show in that time slot uh, Hope you like it. Well, yeah. guess what? We did. We, we actually did like loved it. it. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're going to be... Jokes on them. We're going to be recapping a show that they replaced Chicago Heroes with this week. Uh, it's called Sulligans. Yeah. Um, what do our listeners, if they weren't able to watch the show this week... Sure. What did what they, do they need, need to know? know about Sulligans? Well, even if they didn't listen to the show last week or watch the show last week, what they do already know about Sulligans is that... That's where our Chicago heroes hang out a lot of the time. They'll grab a beer after solving a crime or fixing a house that was on fire or, you know, uh, driving the ambulance. And they'll sit there and they'll have a beer and they'll cheers and congratulate each other on the day that they had. However, now that we're into the bar a little bit more, we're not seeing the heroes. It's sort of this standalone place where we get to explore this new world of what it's like to work inside of kind of a neighborhood regular bar. Um, and so Sulligan's far, Corner so Bar. That's right. It's right in the middle of a block. And all the kind of characters that weave in and out of the lives of Kelsey Grammer, the owner, and Helena Hunt, the um, bartender. Now, listeners are probably thinking, oh, Kelsey Grammer, I know who that is. Well, you might know who the actor is, but do you know who the character is? Maybe Because not. this is like a performance from Kelsey Grammer you've never seen before. He's playing a character called Kelsey Grammer. 
hmm. spelled differently. It's spelled with an E. G R E M M A R. Pronounced grammar. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how else you would pronounce it. And you've got Helena Hunt is the bartender, and uh-huh. she has a little. She has her little catchphrase where she goes, "Helena, Helena, 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 Helena." So she kind of does that. <laughs> and that's sort of all we know so far. That's last pretty week. much what we know. Um, we know that they have bocce and a bocce team. Um, yep. We didn't see really any of them this week, so it seems like they're really just tra- trying to like sort of build the world. And I'm not really sure that they have regulars at this bar. I think they do. Yeah. I, I mean, they're a bar like any other, so I just, maybe we haven't seen, but I would be yeah. a regular there for sure. It's they located the in one of the... funniest signs. In the bar? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, really funny. Right. My, uh, my... They had a good sign that was like, um, my my drinking team has a... They had a good sign that said, my beer drinking team has a whiskey drinking problem. <laughs> so that one was good. The bar is in kind of a touristy part of Chicago. It's right down on um, Chicago Street. And, and Chicago Boulevard. It's at the corner in the middle of the block. It's at the middle of the block on Chicago Street and near Chicago Boulevard. Between Chicago... Okay, so it's on Chicago Street. It's in the middle of the street. It's called Sullivan's Corner Bar. And it's right halfway between Chicago Boulevard and Chicago Avenue. Yeah. And it's mostly big skyscrapers right around there. So it's kind of like... And then there's this one kind of rinky-dink little neighborhood bar, and that's Sullivan's. It's like the house from the movie Up, from the beginning of the movie Up. Uh Or it's a little little house with big buildings around it. Uh Um, Kind of a last holdout. Um, So anyway, that was a show that we watched this week. And as you heard us just kind of going over before we played the theme song, me and Sarah, um, we've been away on exile at sea for a while now. We Mm -hmm. actually got back onto dry land. We're on the beach right now. We're recording this from some fuckwad's tent. Yeah. I'm not sure what they were doing here, but they didn't need it or look like they even needed it. It seemed like they were just kind of using it to chill, and we'll be using it to chill later, but first we're using it to record our podcast. They were Netflixing and chilling. Yeah, they were having sex when we walked in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Kind of Um, finishing, though, so it wasn't like coitus interrupt us. Yeah. They were 69ing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they were 69ing. <laughs> and they were both coming. <laughs> yeah, and we stopped them right in the middle of the, that last part. Yeah, hey, stop coming, we yeah. said. Well, we didn't, you, and you might be saying, well, you actually played the recording of you guys breaking into the tent at the beginning well, of the episode. And, and that's you because didn't ben, that. ben started recording right after. Right after I we said, said hey, it. stop coming. Yeah. So, anyway, um... This is Please Save Me, and we would love it if you would engage with us on social media. You can hit us up on Twitter at Please Save Me Pod. If you're liking what you're hearing so far, no need to listen to the rest of the episode. Just go ahead and rate and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, because that's what we're really here for. And it's only getting better from here. So, you know, if you... So quit while you're... I don't really know what I was going to say. 
quit while you're you want to mm-hmm. quit on the way up. Yeah. Because now you because that way you'll have less farther to fall. Yes. That's a saying that a lot of people know. Yeah. Yeah. Quit on your way up because otherwise you'll have less to, to fall. Well, it's not otherwise. It's actually <laughs> because so then you'll, that. you will have less to fall. Less farther to fall. Less farther to fall. It's like you didn't even read. I sent you this phrasing before we did the episode. I said, "Hey, remember this. Memorize yeah. it." Go up high, but not too high. That's otherwise, not the, no, that's not it. That's otherwise, not you'll fall. It's getting further. It's getting, getting farther, farther from where farther. it started. That was easy. Anyway, so let's get into the recap, Sarah. What do you sure. say? Why not? Oh my god, I thought this episode was so fucking good. Yeah, or should I, really I say liked so fucking good? Either one, really. Um so 69 and good yeah you can really put any word that you want in there yeah um, so the reason pineapple that f- good that's good and the reason that i said the forking thing and you said the 69 thing and the pineapple thing was i said forking because this episode of course of this show soligans took place at soligans which serves food and drink so you are gonna see a few forks yeah and then, and then why did you say the 69ing thing? That was just kind of a callback to earlier. Um, but interestingly in the, enough. In the TV show. Exactly. I was going to say, yeah. interestingly enough, that happened in a couple of scenes. And we'll point out where that yeah. was happening throughout the recap. It's whenever they would run out of an item, Helena Hunt would call, Helena, 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 69, the party mix. Yep. And then the last thing I said, pineapple, well, that's pretty obvious. It was an outdoor bash. Yeah. So they had a pineapple bash, which is where you hang a pineapple by a string from the trellis. Yes. Like, and you try to, and you put it on a blindfold and you try to, sma- you get a good swing and you try to sma- bash it even. Yeah. For oh, the- that's, <laughs> okay. That's why it's the- called the pineapple bash. <laughs> yeah, to get the pineapple to, to, to juice out of it. Um, mm. So that's fun. That was fun to watch. Well, everyone so yeah. was excited about doing that at Sullivan's this weekend in this episode. And why? why? Because the patio was opening for the first time this summer. Yes. And everybody loves the patio at Sullivan's. Everybody kept saying, you know, for the first few minutes or so, there was a montage of people just kind of exclaiming how glad they were to be there and how much they love it. And why do they love it? Well, because they keep the heat lamps on all the time, all year round, no yeah. matter what time of year. So everybody's just nice and toasty. Yeah. It's almost like a sauna, even when it's hot out. Yeah. We said that they were just that the pat. We, what we said was the patio's open. We didn't actually say that it was a grand opening or anything. Patio's been open, but um, it's been open year round because they keep the heat lamps on. But this was the first like hot weekend and people like it because the heat lamp, because like, okay, when you go to a bar patio in the winter and the heat lamps are on, you're like, okay, I feel normal. Like, but when you go to a bar patio in the summer, Mm -hmm. you're getting like even more bang for your buck. Yeah. You're way hotter. And also that gets you drunker faster. So it's (laughs) kind of a win-win for everybody. Yeah. And there's actually a minimum, like one of the and signs, you have to pee less. one of the signs we were talking about how cool the signs were at yeah. Sullivan's. One of the signs was, you must be this drunk to stay at Sullivan's. Uh huh, and it's really tall. 
So there's one of it's really tall. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sort of like a thermometer, but it's like a BAC thing calculator. And yeah, and um, everybody has to put their mouth on it and blow into it. Yeah, the line is up at a two is where the line is that says where you have how high you have to be. Yeah, and how it's drunk really you have tall to be. up in the building. It's at the ceiling. Right, and um, so it's kind of like one of those things. Then the there's like a it's like a, a wiener. Exactly, except you, you blow, blow into, into the. It. It's and it's shaped like a wiener, and you have to <laughs> blow, you have to blow into it. And the way and what you do is you have to um, <laughs> it has, it's shaped like a wiener and it has two balls. And the balls that you have to, um, the balls is where the on button is. Yeah, so you have, you have to, to squeeze, squeeze them, them to turn it on. And then you have to sort of play with them while you blow into the breathalyzer. So we saw a number of people doing this just kind of throughout the episode. Just like and then we had to go out and buy one. For fun, yeah, we went out and got one. So we have that now. We Yeah, we... I know that we said that we were recording this on the beach because we just got back in from our raft. But we Amazoned one to the beach. Yeah, we have same-day Amazon, so that kind of explains that. Yeah. Um, we got it from the Chicago Heroes merch... Um, S- subreddit. S- subreddit. There was an affiliate <laughs> link <laughs> to Amazon. So we always click through that because we like, you know, because we... Because we're the mods over there. Right. And so we actually get a kickback for clicking our yeah. own, each other's Spend affiliate $750, gained 25 cents. So. Exactly. So you tell me. You do the math. Anyway. Um, so the patio's opening. That was easy. So the patio's opening, and everyone's there for the heat lamps and the beer and the grilling and the fun. And also, they are there because a world-famous DJ is playing the opening. That's a big thing with Soligans, too. This kind of time of year, every year, they get a huge world-renowned DJ to come in and do a set. And that's kind of what it's known for. So there's people, like, lined up around the block for this. Yeah. Uh, Yes. It was kind of hard to tell. Like, it seemed like the show maybe used um, some guerrilla footage, you know? Like when they would kind of go out of most of this show. So Chicago Heroes is mostly shot like on location. Right. Um, or in like a really big, nice studio that's like got entire city blocks in it and stuff. Right. Um, this show appears to mostly be shot on like kind of one soundstage. Mm-hmm. And whenever they would have the exterior shots of like the street out in front of it, it would kind of they didn't really blend the shots together very well. No. And it seemed like to get the crowd footage, they kind of just maybe they filmed like outside an Apple store, like when a new iPhone was dropping. Yeah, maybe. What clued you in? Was it the huge glass building with an Apple logo <laughs> on it? Yeah. Yeah. And they had, and then and they, they, they didn't do blurred a, out the Apple logo in <laughs> some ways, but then like tried to write slogans over it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't work. Saw it. Noticed it. And a lot of the people waiting in the line were sort of like tech tech nerd kind of types. They all were wearing Google Glass. <laughs> they were all wearing Google Glass. Um, they were all running hoverboards. Which was kind of funny because what they did to try to convince you that the shot of the people waiting outside the Apple store <laughs> was real was they they zoomed in for close-up, but then they that was kind of a cut as well. 
mm-hmm. to clearly what was a Google Glass launch event. Right. Right. Like, there's a lot of people At wearing Google Apple Glass. <laughs> well, I'm saying it was a different event. Didn't you notice this? Wait. Like, basically, we were in Sullivan's, right? And then, like, uh-huh. Helena Hunt, she said to, um, Kelsey Grammer said to her, he was like, oh, my, the line outside is treacherously long. And then she, Helena Hunt goes, Helena, 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 let me go check. And she stepped outside, and then they cut to what was clearly, like, sort of drone footage of an Apple Store uh-huh, launch, yes. right? Yep. A lot of techners waiting in the line. And then, you know... Then they kind of zoomed in as if to show us, like, this is real. These are real people. Uh-huh. But then it cut to, like, what was clearly footage from, like, inside a Google Glass release event. Uh, yes, you're right. Sorry. I Yes, you're 100% right. Yeah. I mean, I know. I'm 110% right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but it still looked good and it still looked fun. The oh, drinks yeah. were flowing and yeah. people were 69ing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so the um, so it was kind of a like, and they had a like the the love was honestly kind of the free love was flowing, and people were and the free people, beer was flowing too, and maybe those two things. I have questions are about how Sulligans makes money because they basically they had like Dave DJ um, they had Dead Mouse coming in to DJ yeah for their kind of first. Yeah, There's and that's spelled hot D- summer night. D-M-O-U-Z. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is a dead mouse, the more famous one, cover DJ. He's the premier dead mouse cover DJ in the Midwest, the upper Midwest, the middle, yes. the upper Midwest. He yeah, mostly does Michigan. He mostly does Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, doesn't get down to Chicago very much. Right, and that's why yeah. this was huge. Because Chicago has its own <laughs> premier Dead Mouse cover DJ because it's just big enough. Yeah, it's and a like big I enough said, city. there's also an Omaha one too. And there's the Omaha guy. Yeah, yeah, on Saddle um, Creek. And Rutgers. people are wondering how we know this. Mm, are they included into the industry? Yeah, um, and it was explained in the show a lot. Um, yeah, when the DJ shows up, he kind of bores he bores someone to death at the bar telling them mm-hmm. about this yeah i mean literally yeah did you hear how i said that the dead mouse cover dj in omaha uh, was signed to saddle creek records you know i heard you say that the dj in i actually so i did hear you say that I thought you said that the DJ, the Dead Mouse cover DJ that's in Omaha was on Saddle Creek. Uh-huh. And I, th- I didn't, I misinterpreted what you meant. Um, I thought you meant that like he did his DJ gigs like on Saddle Creek Road or something oh, like that. Well, and no, I know yes. Saddle Creek Records is in Omaha. So I thought you were even making a joke of like Saddle Creek is like just a road in Omaha and that's where he performs. It doesn't really make sense. I don't know why you would have said that. And, but it's true. And that's the funny thing. That's the really yeah. funny thing. And that's actually, why I'm glad we came back actually, to it, too. That's why I'm glad actually, I made sure you heard it. It actually is true. That's where he performs, mainly. Yeah. So, DJ Dead Mouse shows up. Yep. Is yeah. he ready to DJ? No, he's not stoned enough yet. So, so he, he kind of... He, he bores this person to death at the bar, and he's mm-hmm. like... 
Oh, there goes another. So she like she dies, and he goes, "Oh, there goes another one." I, you know what that means. I'm not stoned enough to DJ yet. Wait. So why did somebody die? He literally bored them to death, telling them about the stuff that we oh. were just re- recap. I didn't. Thought, you, did you not catch that in the episode? Oh, I thought she killed herself. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what she did was she she. She mimed um, blowing her own brains out with two fingers. <laughs> she mimed wrapping a length of cord around her neck. She mimed taking sleeping pills. The problem, of course, is that she was a mime. Yes. And so... She actually that, died. It, it worked, yeah. Yeah. Because if a mime worked. dies in a mime, they die in real they life. They die in real life. So Dead Mouse was like, I need to get more stones so I'm ready to thrill some people. So he kind of yeah. goes around and asks people for weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, you're famous. Why don't you have your own weed? Smoke weed every day. And that's his answer to why he doesn't have his own is because he smokes it every day. So he like runs out a lot of the time. Yeah. And people kind of pushed back on him with that. <laughs> they were like, don't you have like a guy you can call or whatever. And he's like, no. And then they're like, okay, fine. And then they like, it's kind of shitty weed though. It's like mids or whatever. And he's like, okay. (laughs) He actually said, I only smoke mids. He said, okay, I only smoke (laughs) mids. Might as well call me dead mids. And And then he kind of kicked himself. (laughs) He went like, stupid. I should have come up with that. And then he goes, he kind of says to himself, he goes, you did come up with it. And he goes, oh, I'm even stupider than I thought. I never listened to myself. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So anyway, some people offer him their mids and he's like, um, thank you. And they're like, wait, you have to pay us. He said, okay. And then all the stuff I just said, and then he also said, thank you. So he gets the weed and he doesn't pay for it, even though everybody's asking him to pay for no, it. No, no, he doesn't pay for it. And like the um I know that we said that the bocce team wasn't really in this episode. But they, they, were. they were just for one moment. Which was they actually but beat, they, they actually beat Dead Mouse like kind of black and blue because he wouldn't pay them for their weed. And then they kind of, one of the guys, Josh Gad, he said to Adina Menzel, he goes, we got to hightail it out of here. He goes, I can't take another, he goes, I can't take a rap for this. That's right. Yeah. I mean, they did it in front of everybody. And like all the other people were like, we're not going to tell. Uh-uh. But so they yeah. got out of there and Dead Mouse, he's looking. Lights up. Dead Mouse lights, lights up. up. Yeah, he starts smoking a lot of weed. Yeah, and we're not talking about he lights up black and blue because that was how he was from being the beating he took. Right, and not like he lights up like he, his demeanor changes and he becomes more mm-hmm. positive. Or that his Daft Punk DJ suit lights up, which no. he, was, he was wearing. Yeah, he was being like, what dressed you, oh. exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of being like, well, what are you supposed to be? <laughs> He goes, I'm the guys from Daft Punk. And they go, that's but you're not. you're a Dead Mouse li- cover band. Yeah, they're like, that's literally not what we're paying for. And he's and like, he- uh, you guys are paying? He goes, I'm not getting paid. He goes, I'm doing this for exposure. 
So anyway. So he exposes himself to a bunch of weed and gets really high. Really almost high. Almost too high to function. Yeah. Actually, yeah, not almost. He really is too high to function. He, he falls backwards down the stairs and that's... Like seven <laughs> times. <laughs> he keeps trying to climb back up. <laughs> like that youtube video the way that he's tumbling down oh like the the scarlet takes a tumble no what what were you saying the drunk guy in like ireland or something where he's oh yeah trying to walk up a hill yes 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 i was thinking of scarlet takes a tumble the woman who falls on her treadmill and then she keeps kind of tumbling over it yeah that's kind of (laughs) dead mouse was in one of these kind of situations sort of like an mc escher type of a situation with these (laughs) stairs yeah he yeah. seemed to keep falling back down them even like farther than he was climbing up. Them. Like the stairwell wasn't that deep. It was like a Mobius stairwell. Um, and so yeah. he's probably going to be, we, the camera basically like cuts away from him after like 10 or 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so he's really stoned. Yeah. And Kelsey Grammer and Helena Hunt had this conversation. They're like, okay, well, clearly he can't play music. What are we going to do? And the customers at that... Kelsey Grammer, he goes, oh, I wouldn't worry about it. The customers will be able to... The customers can't distinguish... Uh, they can't distinguish <laughs> the, the rhythm of a good... Of a well-mixed tune if it hit them in the face. Uh, and so he goes, I'll just put on my my iPod doodad here and we'll be good as gold. He puts it on. And it's La Traviata. Mm-hmm. And the people are all singing along in the bar. <laughs> They're going fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. They're and then, losing but then losing their minds. Then one guy, one guy, he goes, Hey, wait a minute. Yep. <laughs> and everybody waits. They everyone stops. They wait for yeah. one full minute. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Dead hits silence. Pause. One full minute of silence. And then the guy goes. This isn't Dead Mouse. And everybody starts booing. Yeah. This isn't Dead Mouse. This isn't Dead Mouse. So Kelsey, Helena Hunt turns to Kelsey Graham and she goes, what was that you were saying? Mm-hmm. And he goes, fine. He goes, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go get this guy and I'm going to put on his little Daft Punk suit and I'm going to come and pretend to DJ mm-hmm. and Helena Hunt goes you were just DJing and he goes it's all about the costume so yes. they pick up Dead Mouse they throw him into like the back storage room where they keep all the snacks and stuff yep. and Kelsey Grammer puts on the um, Daft Punk suit and yeah. goes out there gets up there on the kind of podium where they have his stuff mm-hmm. out back on the patio out back on the patio yeah and he starts playing The Four Seasons, another Verdi opera. Except now he has Dead Mouse's soul set up, so there's a big button that says drop. Yes. And then he presses that, 
And then whoop, it turns whoop, into whoop, an whoop, EDM whoop, remix whoop. of the Four Seasons. Whoop, 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 whoop. So cool. People are losing their minds. People are twerking. People are 69ing. And people are throwing their free beers at each other. And it goes kind of well. And Kelsey Grammer, we see inside the costume where he's sort of doing this. And he's like really sweaty, but he's smiling big. And he's like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, it, it's actually a really wicked save from uh, Grammer. Um, that was this week's wicked save of the week um, was Kelsey Grammer putting on the, donning the dead mouse costume and hitting the drop button. Um, so good. And that thing nearly blew our faces off too. Like the sound mixing on that was like made to like, Oh, the sound, Make your ass quake. Yeah, the sound engineers definitely blew out the back walls of the mix uh, with that one. Um, I it was it hurt. Yeah, and yeah. I'm still walking funny. Yeah, somehow they managed to basically they must have bribed the the FCC or something because yeah. they cranked that one up to eleven. <laughs> eleven hundred. Yeah, watts. Um, and decibels, even. Yep. Uh, I just said the 1100 watts thing because obviously this episode was, I, I had watts on the brain because this episode of the, of Soligans was sponsored by the microwave industry. Yeah. And, and not a brand, just kind of like microwaves. The Microwave Protective League. Yes. Um, which is basically like the union for microwave yeah. Technicians or whatever. Exactly. It's like the category versus the brand. Yeah. Um, so they were just, they kind of had their old thing. The ads that were airing during this episode were about Microwave, how, it's Watts for dinner. Yes. That was one of the taglines that they used. Yeah. They kept I saying, loved how many taglines they had for the yeah. microwave ads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Say another one. Uh they had the one, the, uh, 30 minutes or less. How about 30 seconds or less? You fucking dumbass. <laughs> yeah, they... Remember that part? That was the... That, that was actually... It's funny you said, do I remember that part? Because that was obviously the first part of the tagline. It was, <laughs> you fucking dumbass. 30 minutes or less? How about 30 seconds or less? You Bitch. nice... You nice bitch. <laughs> you nice bitch. <laughs> yeah. It was a real you emotional nice roller coaster that, yeah. uh, that ad. We should be calling more people nice bitches. Uh, well, I don't know if that's true. Because, you shouldn't. I should. Okay, yeah. Because I can say it. Because I was going to say that um, Jason Manzukas in this episode... He uh -huh. obviously kept trying that on Helena Hunt. And she was not having it. She was not she broke so many bottles over his head. <laughs> yeah. Full ones. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, Okay, thanks for the free beer. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> She's like, Yeah, all the beer is free today. We don't make any money at this place. 
Anyway, yeah. DJ sets I have really questions, good. Like yeah, I said up? before, about how they make their money. Like I am sure. not entirely sure that Sullivan's is not some kind of a front, that it's not some kind of a money laundering operation. We can't rule it out. It's only been two episodes, but I yeah. do think you're on to something. The free beer this episode, the fact that the the tables are made of cornbread and that's free. Yeah. The dollar yeah. chowder. Mm-hmm. Um, dollar as much as you can drink. Yeah. Chowder. It's just all you can drink chowder. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the free fact, party mix. But the fact that a domestic Budweiser costs $1,000 and that they... They and the, the bartender, whenever someone orders one, or whenever someone orders a beer, and you saw this, yeah, in in the episode, whenever someone would come up and order a beer, like for example, um, the guy that plays, um, the uh, the guy that plays Mr. Cooper from Hang with oh. Mr. Cooper, he was in this episode. He comes up mm-hmm. to the bar. He says, "Yeah, yeah, can I have a Miller High Life?" And she goes, "How about a Budweiser?" And he goes, "Yeah, all right, it's all the same to me." And That'll be $1,000. And he goes, okay, I want the Miller High Life. She goes, don't worry about it. It's on me. <laughs> so there's really no way they're making a single dollar. <laughs> yeah, so I feel Well, like- they are making a single dollar. They're not making more than that. And we know from the last episode, people don't really tip here either. No, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> They don't they have a sign about tipping behind the bar? They do, and I can't remember what it says. They didn't show it in this episode. No, they had it blurted out. They had a different one that was on the cash register by the tip jar uh-huh. that, that they showed um, yeah. this week. Yeah. Right? Um, it, said to, t- it says to tip if you have a small dick. <laughs> it did say that. Yes. And um, tip you have, if you have an itsy bitsy wiener. There was another. That was what it said. Tip if you had an itsy. That's what it said on the back of the sign. Is that what you said? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Kind of a revolving sign. Oh, yeah. The sign was... um, Spinning. Spinning. They had... There was a... Basically, there was like a little kid that was holding the sign. Yes. The same kid who brings out the cornbread tables. Yeah. And um, holds them up, remember? He wears like a little newsy cap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, he does. And occasionally he would try to put down the sign and hold out his known his newsy cap for a tip. Yeah. And Helena Hunt would give him sort of a swift smack on the rear with a newspaper, rolled up newspaper. Yep. Um, that uh, she got from his bag of newspapers. And then That's she would right. say, and I'm not paying for that. Here's the headline. <laughs> You're in trouble. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they find... He said, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> this is punishment. Jesus Christ. There was another tipping sign on the other side. <laughs> on the other side of the cash register that yeah. says... It says was a big bucket of... Um, <laughs> it's a big bucket of... Uh, bu- bucket of um, quarters, you know? Yep. And, ch- and change, you know? It says... Yeah, um, quarters and change. It says, uh, to leave a penny is human... To take up any divine. Divine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> so the DJs that happens, people are popping off. They're loving it. Yeah. And Helena Hunt. They're getting really goes, drunk. They're blowing yeah. twos. Yeah. And Helena Hunt decides, you know, I'm going to go check on this DJ guy. I got to make sure he's still not, like not too high or whatever. And maybe bring him a glass of water. 
all the house. Well, there's so. one of the... And remember, that was her ulterior motive. I mean, the real reason she goes into the storage room was that, like, one of the groups of customers was, like, pounding their fists on the corn their cornbread table demanding more party mix. Right. Yes. And she was like, I'm going to get more party mix and I'm going to check on the, the DJ. Right. So she goes in there... What does she find? The DJ. Yeah, dead. Kaput. And we're not talking about dead. It, dead the mouse. Mic, the mic didn't cut out. It wasn't Sarah saying dead, and then she said mouse, and that cut out. Mm-mm. That was all she or, said. Yeah, no. Or dead mids. He's dead from mids. Sort he of. Smoked all of them. He, he got smoked too high. all of them. Got too high. Well, and then just like a little mouse in your cupboard, um, there was a hole in every bag of party mix, and he had eaten every single one. Bam, 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 bam. He yep. ate himself to death from yeah. party mix. Yeah, it was not a pretty sight. It was gross. He was covered in vomit. Yeah, yeah. Um, looked like shit (laughs) yeah he was one of the ugliest kind of versions of the way that you would look if you smoke too much weed and got (laughs) so some people i don't know how they do like a corpse before (laughs) like when he was alive totally some people i don't know how they do it like they can actually smoke way too much weed get themselves beaten black and blue fall down a set of stairs for about 15 or 20 minutes straight, get tossed into an airtight dark room and eat themselves to death and actually still look good. Yeah. And we should mention this guy was played by Sam Levine from Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what they did with him was they actually used de-aging on him to make him look like he was... What they did was... I think what they did actually was they did a de-age re-age, right? So Mm -hmm. they kind of, like, you know when you save a photo as, like, a lower... Like, you know if you save a photo multiple times as, like, a lower quality file and it just keeps getting... Fries it. It just fries it, yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of what they did with Sam Levine here. Yeah, he looked deep fried for sure. Yeah. Anyway, he's dead, and Helena Hunt is like, well, fuck, I can't just go out there with no more party mix. Yeah. I can't just go back to that screaming crowd of people with no party mix. And she's talking to (laughs) Sam Levine's corpse here. Yeah. And she starts getting really mad at him. Yeah, and so she starts kicking it. You piece of shit. Ate all my party mix, you dumbass. Yeah. What am I supposed to do, piece it back together from this barf all over you? I'm not going to do that. Yeah, she goes, well, there's an idea. And she tries for a while to do that. And then she goes, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And it's gross. I did not like watching that scene. She tried to use a dehydrator. Like she had like a, like they had a fruit, fruit dehydrator back there from the fruit dehydrating competition that they have every summer. (laughs) 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 She She tried to use it. That's right. But it had too much fruit in it. So she's like, well, okay, I got to go find party mix. So I got to go to Costco or Sam's Sam's Club Club or BJ's. GFS. What was that? GFS, Gordon Food Service. 
What is that? It's more of like a restaurant provider or like um, they is provide that Gordon, to like... Gordon Ramsay? No. Or they provide to like uh, Aramark or whatever. Aramark? Is that a guy that... Uh, is that like um, Airbud's <clears throat> owner? No, it's um, my friend Mark when he wears his Air Jordans. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, thank you. So she goes and It would be kind of funny if Airbud's owner was named Air Mark because you'd kind of wonder how come they have the same first name instead of the same last name. Because you'd think that Airbud's owner is probably named something else like um, Kind Bud or, you know, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really into I don't know how dogs and that type of thing are named. Also the dog's name is Buddy. It's not Airbud? No. Well Buddy's his nickname. Airbud's his full name. <laughs> Airbud Buddy. His full name is Air Budweiser. <laughs> airplane Budweiser. Airplane Airbud is short for airplane Budweiser. That's a tweet. Yeah, it's hey, pretty good. And you can use that because neither of us will. So. Well, I will. Will you? Sure, airplane Budweiser. It's good. I'd be happy to use it. We you can tweet go it from for our an, I'm going to turn account. to my flight attendant and say, I could really go for an Airbud right now. And she's yes. like, Well, we have all these free movies. I'm going to say, No, 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 no. You misunderstood. I need an airplane Budweiser. Yes. And I'm going to get a million fucking likes on that one. So Flight, flight attendants are actually required to laugh if you tell them a joke. Really? Yeah, it's an FAA law. That's, that what, I, that's what I tell them anyway. If they don't laugh, I say, did you know yeah. it's an FAA law that you actually have to laugh? And then they always laugh at that. Yeah, yeah. And then you say, like, if you don't, I'll, like, go into the cockpit. Yeah. And who knows what could happen? Say it's my birthday. <laughs> right. And do you know what I like to do on my birthday? Hijack planes. <laughs> Reminds me of my mom. So okay, so anyway. Has to go and has to go get this stuff. But yeah. she also is the only bartender there. So who's going to fucking <sighs> tend bar while she's out figuring out the party mix sitch? It's chaos. It chaos. is. Chaos. Chaos. People we see her so walking through the, the store. Yeah. Yes. She's whistling, every, taking her sweet time. We cut back. Oh. Like you said, people are they're really drunk from the heat lamps. They're really hungry because there's no party mix. And mm-hmm. all the cornbread tables are gone because they're doing a thing. Like, usually if you eat your entire cornbread table, you have to leave. Yep. But for patio season opening, they don't do that because they want people there. And people pay for tickets to come see the DJ anyway. <laughs> so, like, they can sort of dispute that or whatever. So, it is not good. And yeah. also, she fired the kid who does the cornbread table holding up. And so, mm-hmm. like, even if there were cornbread tables, nobody would be there to hold them up. So... Terrible. But what happens is, remember you said earlier, Ben, that there were no regulars at the bar? Guess what? You forgot about somebody. Who did I forget about? You forgot about... Oh, right. I'm looking at you and I'm pointing to my temple. Right, right. Yes, you're pointing to your temple. Um... And I know why you are 
I know why you're doing that. I actually know exactly why you're pointing to your temple. Because the temple is another name for the forehead. And the forehead is... Head is a type of... It's a brand of tennis equipment. And one of the famous tennis players of all time was Andre Agassi. And Agassi sounds like Degrassi. And Drake was on the television show Degrassi. And Drake has done on the song Take Care, I think that Rihanna featured on the song Take Care. And Rihanna actually sounds like the name Rhiannon, which is the title of a Fleetwood Mac song. Uh-huh. The lead singer of, one of the lead singers of Fleetwood Mac is Stevie Nicks. The New York Nicks are from New York <laughs> City. The show Girls takes place in New York City and the regular, she was a girl. It was Zoe Deschanel. Exactly. And I was pointing at my temple, I was actually pointing at my forehead and temple because she has bangs. Got it. Yes. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. And yeah. if I had just kind of gone a few more reason. steps, I'm sure I could have yeah. gotten there yeah. with also that. Also the other reason was all right. that stuff. Because like obviously on, because like girls is in the it's the same is Sex in the City is a show that's like girls, and on that show, people bangs each other. That's right. See, it w- only took you a couple more steps. Yeah. So Zoe Deschanel is there, and she is a regular, and mm-hmm. I think everybody kind of thinks she's annoying or something. That's kind of the vibe I got. And but she really steps up in these moments, and she yeah. goes over to the bar, and she starts making. Everything everybody's asking, like banana daiquiri, Singapore yeah. sling, yeah. Um, gin and sweet, vodka. A lot of sweet drinks people are looking for. Yeah. The gin and vodka, She did you notice how much maple syrup she put in it? Yeah, like an entire bottle. <laughs> yeah. And so she goes, I thought this would be disgusting, but this was actually really good. Mm-hmm. He goes, he was this kind of ruddy-cheeked, rosy-nosed kind of guy looks like he plays a firefighter on the television show rescue me or something oh yeah he goes it's actually really good darling yeah i know yeah i practice at home it's dennis leary yep Mm -hmm. and so she sort of just is really holding down the court there and she starts getting Mm -hmm. tips which Helena Hunt never gets. Yeah. And people are going just as wild for her sort of set bartending as they are for Kelsey Grammer's set DJing. Yeah. She's kind of doing tricks with the bottles, like she's Tom Cruise in Cocktail. Yeah, she is. And, yeah, so she's, like, throwing him behind her back and over her head and, like, under her leg. Mm-hmm. And she's lighting shit on fire. She's, She's pre- p- putting the, the, the bottle between her legs and pretending it's a wiener. And like sort of pissing down a line of shot glasses with yes. the bottle between her legs. And she's yeah. like, 
All right, 25 shots of whiskey coming out of my dick. And everybody takes them. Yes, yes. So it's really fun and cute. So, um, yeah, so she's doing Kelsey that. Grammer comes, he, he kind of pops in and sees what a good job that she's doing. At first you know? he's like, <gasps> and then he goes, <laughs> Yeah, we forgot to say he does a lot of grunts in this one. Um, yeah. And uh, when when he sees her do the um, the pissing thing, he goes, yeah, like a gorilla. And he goes, I dare say, young woman, I should. He kind of he goes, I he's in the the dead mouse costume, yes, right? Of course, the Daft Punk kind the of the Daft Punk dead mouse costume, yeah. But he like he says to her, he goes, I dare say, young woman, I should hire you and change the name of the bar to Coyote Sexy. And she goes, who, why the fuck are you talking to me? Yeah, don't ever talk to me. Period. And he goes, it's me, Kelsey Grammer. And she goes, yeah, I know. I yeah. don't want you to ever talk to me. And he goes, so well, that's, that's interesting. He does Because I was that. about to give you a job. And she mm-hmm. goes, well, you can talk to me until I sign a contract. And then once that's done, you have to stop talking to me. She says he can talk to her until she signs the contract. Right. And, and then, then after the contract that, is signed and has her to boss stop. has to stop. Got it. Yeah. And he says, do you remember if he took that deal? He goes, no, of course not. Yeah. He goes, no deal. I couldn't remember what he said. He said, no deal. Well, he either deal. said deal or no deal. It was hard to tell. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there was a couple takes where he was like, deal. Ah, fuck. No deal. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I can't remember my line, good chap. That's what he said to the director. They usually air these episodes unedited. <laughs> yeah. Just like um, Chicago Heroes. It was Ron Howard was directing this episode. Yeah, so he's doing a lot of narrating under the... <laughs> yeah, we didn't say that. We forgot to say that. thought that was pretty obvious. There was voiceover, the whole thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> Helen he goes, back. Kelsey Grammer goes, that's a good deal. And Ron, Har- Ron Howard goes, it, it wasn't. wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, so, Helena Hunt gets back and she's got all the party mix. Yeah. And she sort of sneaks in the back and she opens the party mix and starts filling up all these bowls and sort of mm-hmm. almost throwing them like frisbees at all the different tables. And they're yep. just catching them and eating them and everything's going smoothly. Helena, Helena, Helena. Yep, and she keeps doing that, and everybody's kind of like, yep, we get it. And (laughs) (laughs) and then Zoe Deschanel's like, fine, I'll work here, but, um, you know, you have to be nice and, like, talk to me as little as possible unless it's business-related. And Kelsey Grammer says, okay, that's fine. Um, And then, so she, like starts working there and yeah. he's like can you start today and she goes yeah i can start today and helena hunt kind of rolls her eyes and she goes well i guess the help will be nice to have work sucks i know that's what zoe Deschanel <laughs> says right like she's been working for maybe one minute <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she said work sucks and then ryan howard goes i know and that was pretty much the end of the episode well they almost you forgot. They almost found out who Kelsey Grammer 
that it wasn't. Oh, oh God! The, the the audience um, of the customers almost found out that it was him in there. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, and he covered that was, for it. It was treacherous the way that they almost found out. Um, well, yeah, because he slipped on a banana peel. Yep. And fell, and the helmet mm-hmm. fell off with him. Yes. So people could have seen his face. But luckily, the helmet actually still had his head in it. So <laughs> what it looked like was just like, the, like one of the customers, he goes, hey, hey, it's Dennis Leary. He goes, hey, isn't that Kelsey Grammer's neck? And Kelsey Grammer puts his head back on and he goes, why, that could have been anybody's neck. All yeah. I know is I'm dead mouse. And everybody goes, sounds like him. All right, let's keep partying. Yeah. And then we sort of just like zoom out, pan out, zoom out on the bar as the beat goes. That's right. Another one bites the dust, which is the kind of... um, Closing credit song of every episode, I'm assuming, because it was the last one, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Hang on. Was it actually? Yeah. Oh, my God. Deja vu. I know. Deja vu. So, that was the second episode of Silligans. What do we think now with kind of, we've recapped it, we watched it, we've recapped it, we've had time to process, we've had time to digest... Well, I think mostly I'm really interested in seeing, you know, the new dynamic with Zoe Deschanel. Like, now we kind of have three main characters instead of two, and I think that's going to create an interesting dynamic. These two sort of people who've been at it for decades, what it seems like, and then this kind of newcomer who's never really tended bar before. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it should be just like an interesting fish-out-of-water sort of situation. And frankly, I'm just excited to continue seeing the inner workings of Soligans and feel a little bit like myself. Uh, uh, I fancy myself a Chicago hero, and this kind of gets me in the headspace. Yeah, for sure. Um, How about you? I, I, Yeah, I pretty much... You took the words literally right out of my mouth. I had written the exact same statement down and emailed it to you and said, hey, can you hang on to this for safekeeping? <laughs> And then you just said it. Um, well, yeah, I texted you and I said, is it fine if I just kind of read the whole <laughs> thing you sent me? And you said, yeah, but that must have been the text above that when I said, do you want me to Uber Eats McDonald's to our tent? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly, exactly. Okay, well, it. I didn't Uber Eats McDonald's to our tent and I did use your statement. You just thought that I hadn't answered the Uber Eats thing. Yeah. Just like that I hadn't. Did you say the fish out of water thing because of how you said that it was like a fish out of water. Is mm-hmm. that because of the decor that they have in, um, Sulligan's, the dry aquarium? Oh, subconsciously that must've been it. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to explain the dry aquarium? Yeah. The left wall of Sulligan's is a dry aquarium. So it's basically, it's kind of a floor to ceiling, um, aquarium, but it doesn't with, and it's got all the wildlife in there and everything, but it doesn't have any water in it. Um, so you can see the smell lines coming off of it on the TV. <laughs> yeah. They don't. Oh yeah. It's not like a terrarium or something. It's not like a, um, not terrarium, but like, 
you might if you're picturing it and you haven't seen the show, you might be picturing one of those layered sand things where you like layer different colors of sand on top of each other. No, 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 no. no. There's no sand. It's there's like basically dead just fish, fish to the wall. And shells. And then there's like some kind of like shells from the peanuts in the party mix in there yeah, because seaweed. <laughs> a help. lot of the customers think it's a trash can. Yeah. So yeah, kind of well throw. that's what explain all the cans too. <laughs> I mean it does look just like the ocean. Yeah. It has um in kind of black script on it, like black cursive script. It says like Je ne sais un receptacle or whatever on it. Like, my name is Receptacle. Yeah, my name is Receptacle. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that's why you said the fish out of water thing. Uh, as the French say, no. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Please Save Me, the official recap podcast for Chicago Heroes. Uh-huh. Uh, this week we were recapping, obviously, the spinoff Sulligans. My name is Ben. My name is Sarah. And we hope that you'll follow us on Twitter at Please Save Me Pod, that you will like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And most importantly, tell a friend. And more importantly than that, thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. Smells like courage.